I'm G-Man. I have T-Money here with me, bringing you Sports Energy, the June 15th edition of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport Weekly Podcast. Welcome, everybody. The mandatory mini camps have started in the NFL. It's been an offseason of quarterback play, T-Money. Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr land mega deals. Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson now want in on the action. How about Four big quarterbacks who've been traded. What are they going to do? Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, all on new teams. What are they going to do? Hey, T-Money, ready for you this week. We have an offseason, but you and I always bring the news. Oh, yeah. Excited to talk about it here in Wampakoneta, baby. Got the flag behind me. There's a lot of stuff to get to today, so excited to dive right in, man. Yeah, very unique flag. Very unique flag. I'm going to get into what's behind me. We're going to talk okay. it up okay. in a little while here. Hey, yeah. Hey, y'all do us a favor. Press the like and subscribe. We appreciate your support. I'm G-Man. That's T-Money right there in the rolling plains of Western Ohio, T-Money. And we're bringing you football energy with the June 15th edition of the NFL Rundown. It's a special segment of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport podcast network and brought to you by our friends at Woundwise iq hey let's kick this thing off the nfl rundown team money i got the first question for you let's talk about that nfc south man we got the panthers sitting there at the basement should they trade to go get baker no i do not think that that's a good destination for baker mayfield okay well that's All very right. succinct i think baker mayfield is a little bit better than sam darnold I think Sam Darnold might be a bust now. Who knows? I think Baker Mayfield is better than him. But that Carolina team is nothing to write home about. Baker Mayfield's not going to be carrying Carolina to any sort of playoff run. He needs a little more people around him. He's not Tom Brady. Now, will he be better than Sam Darnold? Yes. But is he going to take them to the playoffs? They're not better than the Saints. They're not better than the Bucs. And those are just in their division. So I don't see these guys going anywhere. If anything, I'd give the keys to Matt Corral. I love that he fell a few rounds in the draft. They got him for super cheap. His talent is through the, the roof. They just yeah. got to collect him and reel him in a little bit, make sure they don't run him too much. But I like going the Matt Corral route instead of trading for Baker Mayfield. I, I don't think the offensive line is good enough in Carolina. I love Christian McCaffrey, and they have decent weapons. But I just think Baker Mayfield – Needs a lot around him to be successful. I mean, hey, so does Kirk Cousins. You know, I'm not knocking Baker Mayfield here. He's better than Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. I just think this isn't the best place for him to have a career resurgence. And I don't understand Carolina's effort to push so hard for him. Yeah, I'd like to know what's behind the scenes there, too. I agree with everything you said, man. Hey, we're not even fighting coming out of the gates here. Yeah, hey, Carolina is really a bad team. You know, so how much can that change make the difference? Yeah. Uh, second consecutive five-win season. They were five and twelve behind Atlanta, and of course behind the Saints and the Bucks. So what's their goal going to be? Their goal has to be to get to five hundred to make the playoffs. That's their goal. Okay. So can uh, Baker make a difference? I'd say if he was on the team, that'd be a better chance of them to go into five hundred. But what are they going to give up in a trade? To go get him. Nothing really. Uh, but if that, I think Baker or Jimmy G could help their team, but I don't know if it'd be worth it to go get him. 
Yeah, and, and I actually don't mind Jimmy G there because they could maybe flip him long term, and he's more of a bridge quarterback at this point due to his age and his injuries. So I don't mind Jimmy G in Carolina as much as I mind Baker. Uh, I just think Baker's looking for the next big contract, next big career. Jimmy G's already got that. Uh, yeah, oh, I just don't. Now you're on my Jimmy G bandwagon. Last week you're all over me because I hey, like Jimmy G. I'm on and the now Jimmy you're, G. Now you like Jimmy G this week. I just week. called Jimmy G a bridge quarterback. So let's <laughs> pump the brakes on me being on the train here. All right. I, don't I know told about you that. about Jimmy G last week. Look, Baker Mayfield would win more games with the Carolina Panther, Panthers than Jimmy G. Yes. My thing is, is it worth it to trade for him and go seven and 10? You know? Carolina's yeah. probably going to win five games. Baker Mayfield could win you three or, you know, three more games. He'll win you three more games. He's a better quarterback, but don't see the, don't see the point in it unless you plan on signing Baker long-term. And it seems like it'd be a one-year uh, stop for Baker Mayfield. Hey, shout out to Bill Highland. Bill Highland out there from Ashabille, Ohio. Thanks for the shout out online, Bill Highland. Telling us we're network ready, T-Money. How about that for a compliment? All right, all right. I like it. I like it. Well, let's go to see if someone else is ready to get a big payday, <laughs> all right? Do you think D Terry McLaurin deserves big money in the wide receiver market here? He's holding out right now. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, depends what you mean by big money. Terry McLaurin, third-round pick. He's played above that level. He's now in his fourth year. He has played better. And he's, he's set up right now to make not even $3 million this year. You know, so does the guy deserve more than that? Heck, yeah. He's played as a first-round pick level. The high guys now at wide receiver making twenty to $30 million a year. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of where he sits in all that. He's probably not in the top 20 if I had to pick the top NFL receivers for fantasy. And that's because of the quarterback. He's never really had a great quarterback position. He's averaged 1,000 yards a year. Uh, but that puts him, you know, kind of around number 20 in terms of receivers in the NFL and what they you look at the rankings last year. So number one guy for Washington, definitely they count on him. He runs 91% of the offensive dropbacks. He's running around. He is their number one guy. They definitely need him. Uh, but the quarterback issue that they've had and continue to have with Wentz is going to hurt his numbers, and his numbers are not going to look that great because of that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think he, I agree with you. He's about the 20th, 15 to 20th best wide receiver in the NFL. Definitely deserves a payday, but this guy's probably looking for like 25 mil a year, you know, looking for an AJ Brown type extension. And he's just not that. He's not that. And don't tell me it's a quarterback thing. Okay. Ryan Tannehill is not. I that think the quarterback better. has something to do with it, though. It does a little bit, but don't go. To, DeAndre Hopkins had nobody until he went to the Cardinals as a quarterback. And this guy was putting up 1500 yard seasons. Like it was nothing. He's robotic about it. The best wide receivers are open, no matter what quarterback and you help elevate your quarterback. So I, I just don't want to hear it uh, right now. Ryan Tannehill's not known for being the best passer in the world. And it's mainly play action. AJ Brown did that. I just not a huge fan of this guy getting paid a lot. I wouldn't mind a Christian Kirk type contract. You could get him at 20 mil a year. 20 yeah. mil a year. I think that'd be that, fine. That sounds good to me, but Terry McLaurin needs to make sure he gets an idea of where he's actually at in this pecking order. You can't say, but if I had a better quarterback, got to be realistic here, huge payday. No, I think 
If you could pay him like the 10th biggest contract in the NFL, that sounds about right to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I, I like Terry McLaurin. I think he's a culture guy. He's a leader. Yeah. Great guy to have in the locker room. Hey, let's move on to talk about, I don't know if this is your man or not, Trevor Lawrence down there in Jacksonville, the quarterback. Well, Trevor Lawrence is down there in that AFC South. We talked about Trevor. There's another quarterback in that same division that finished ahead of Trevor named Davis Mills. Davis Mills, team money. Can he be a starter in the league? Yes. Ah. Yes, he can be a starter in this league. The guy was very underrated. Number one recruit coming out of high school. People forget about this, but went to Stanford, got lost in, you know, being in the Pac-12 and being at a mediocre school. This guy's legit. All right. Third round pick. And we talk about Trevor Lawrence being the guy. You want to talk about a worse roster than Jacksonville? That's the Houston Texans. You want to talk about drama with a head coach? How about drama with Deshaun Watson? All right. Yeah. What do you think this guy did throughout? He had more touchdowns and less interceptions than Deshaun Watson. Actually, the ninth least interceptions in the NFL last year. All right. Well, okay. So this guy's legit. 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I, I think he won, what, four games, which is the same amount Deshaun Watson right. won with maybe a better roster the year before that when he led the league in passing. So give this guy some credit. He performed when he was in a tough position. I like Davis Mills a lot, and I definitely think as that team gets better, they can build around this guy. He's going to be a starter in this league. I believe it. He's one, he's the rookie quarterback that nobody talked about. They talked about all the other quarterbacks who were yep. supposed to go in that first round, and Davis Mills was the other guy that got drafted, and, and he may be one of the better ones. We're going to see. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm sold on him yet. Their team is so bad, it's hard to tell. Yeah, They do have Cooks. Uh, Cooks is coming back. You know, he's had a thousand yard season. Nico Collins needs to get better at receiver. And they picked up John Mechie from Alabama. Mm -hmm. Mechie's coming in there. He should be a threat out of the slot for these guys. That's really going to help Davis Mills here with Mechie on that team. Uh, So Mechie uh, with Cooks gives us some receivers to throw to. They've tried to add some other pieces, but I just don't see this team being very good again. No, I think they're going to be a bottom feeding team again, but Hey, they probably have a better roster this year than they did last year. Would you say that? I probably would. And Uh, probably he won four games. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like, if he wins five games again with this bad of a roster still, like he's proving he can as a rookie in a, and a sophomore year quarterback in the NFL, he can, Take a team to decent heights. This team should not be winning that many games. This might be one of the worst rosters we've seen in years, and he's doing yeah. it. So I like the guy. I like the guy. I think there's a lot of potential there is my biggest thing. All right. All right. So I'm with you. I want to talk about a more established team that has upgraded a lot with some big acquisitions this offseason, the Raiders. They're in that tough, <laughs> tough division, the AFC West. Can they win that division this year, G? Well, can they win it? Yes, they can win it. But do you, I think they will win it? Absolutely not. You know, the Raiders were ranked fifth in the AFC last year. They were the fifth best team in the AFC at the end of the year. So that you're talking about one of the better teams here. Can they win it? Yeah. The Chiefs, though, were number two. I think the Raiders are going to be better. They definitely took some steps. But I just don't, I just think there's different goals here. The Chiefs need to win the Super Bowl. They are, their desire to win that Super Bowl. That's what they want. I see the Raiders 
being happy if they, you know, if they win the AFC, they'll be ecstatic. Yeah, uh, so I think their goals are different. You look at Mahomes, Mahomes is going, he's the favorite to be the MVP out of that AFC or definitely the AFC West. He's a higher favorite uh, than anyone else in that AFC West to win the MVP in Vegas. Uh, so, uh, and the last thing I would say on the Chiefs and why I think they're better is Juju. Juju, you go to Vegas, look at the odds for comeback player of the year out of this division in the AFC West, which has four great teams, right? He's Juju is the leader in odds to win the comeback player of the year. Wow. I didn't even know that. That's a great point. No, I, I don't think they're going to win it. I think that division is going to cannibalize themselves. They are. It's just such a tough division with the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos, who all took big steps forward. The Chiefs might have taken a slight step back, but I think they're still the favorites. I think anyone could be second out of the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders. So the Raiders might get second. I think the biggest problem with the Raiders is everyone's thinking about, oh, okay, they got Devontae Adams now, right? Huge contract. Well, they actually gave out $440 million this year to five players. Five players got that, and three of them are mediocre. And you can't be playing mediocre guys that. They paid Carr. I don't mind Carr, but he's 10th best quarterback in the league, maybe. Maybe eight on a good day. Devontae Adams deserves the money. Max Crosby, I'm not sure about that one, being one of the highest paid line uh, defensive linemen in the league. And But he got his money. Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Okay. He's your third best guy. I guess it's, he's nice. And then the last guy's Chandler Jones might be over the hill, kind of signing a big name. They already had a defensive line that their issues are their secondary. All right. They have a horrible, horrible secondary and their offensive line is mediocre. And when you pay five guys that much money, you don't have room to fill out the rest of your roster. And that's what concerns me about the Raiders. I like Derek Carr. I like Darren Waller. I like Devontae Adams. Hunter Renfro, awesome three or four. But the rest of their team is not good enough, and that's why this team is most likely going to end up last in the AFC West this year. Yeah, well, uh, I was going to kind of go along that same point, just finish up by saying the team that I think is going to finish second is probably the Denver Broncos. And the reason is that when you look at the defense in this AFC West, the Denver Broncos – had the best defense when you look at points scored against them. Denver is top. And with Russell coming in, that offense picks up. That team is going to be a threat. Uh, and you compare the Chiefs to the Raiders in terms of points allowed all year. Chiefs have allowed 364, 384 points last year. And the Raiders allowed 439. They yep. gave up more points than they scored. So the Raiders' defense is going to hurt them. Yep. Whereas I think it'll help the Broncos. Broncos probably finished second. Yep. I mean, I'll take the Chargers over the Broncos. I like it, but totally agree. It's the defense that's going to let them down. It's the back end. They paid the wrong players. So that's what my my concern is as well. Let's move. Let's stay out west. Let's stay out west. Your little town, your little town, you're going to visit T-Money LA. Hey, the Rams giving out some huge money, man, to keep their team together, bring some people in. Are they in trouble in any way? All right, so we listed a lot of guys that got paid for the Raiders. Let's go down the list of guys that got paid for the Rams. Cooper Cup yeah. deserved his money. Aaron Donald deserved his money. Matthew Stafford deserved his money. Thank Alan you. Robinson, he didn't get a huge wide receiver contract, and I think that's good value there, so I don't mind Allen Robinson. Yeah. And then 
Bobby Wagner, they brought in. They brought Ooh. in some other guys. They paid a few. Miller other guys linebacker. There. Killer. Great Miller li- middle linebacker. He's going to be on a tear this year because he's in the same division as Seattle. He gets two revenge games. I ah. like who they're paying, right? I like who they're paying. And that's the difference is these guys are top level talent. That's the difference between. You're what- taking all my points. So I don't think they're in trouble. I think they're the team to beat in the NFL. Um, outside of the Bills and the Chiefs on the other side of the bracket, but definitely, definitely in the NFC. I think they're the team to beat. I don't think they're in trouble at all. Pay the Piper a few years down after Stafford and Aaron Donald are gone. Who cares if you've won a three Super Bowls in five years, if you're paying a luxury tax a few years from now? They're not in trouble at all. I love all the contracts. Yeah. Hey, I love that you said that. Come on, you're going out. I should have worn my Rams hat today. I didn't I know you were going to go off on the doing? Rams. Man, you're all over the Rams today. I love that you love the Rams. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, it wasn't the Rams' fault that Cleveland played Deshaun Watson $46 million a year, more than Stafford got. Yeah. I think Deshaun Watson with that guaranteed money also. And it wasn't Cooper Cup's fault that Miami went after Tyreek Hill and paid him $25 million a year. And A.J. Brown got the same. So, hey, man, these other teams are going crazy giving out this money. And the Rams are just taking advantage of an opportunity. They can go back and win three more Super Bowls for this team. Totally, they're going after it. Totally agree. And I and I think everyone in the NFL wishes their teams would do this. Go for it when you got it. Right? Yeah. The Bucks did it with Tom Brady. They won a Super Bowl. The Rams did it with Matthew Stafford. They won a Super Bowl. More teams want to see these guys going all in when you can. And that's why I think everyone's kind of fallen in love with the Rams here. And I also think the Rams are smart. They're paying a lot of these guys, but they're pushing out the dead money to later in the years. The salary cap is supposed to expand exponentially here in the next three to five years as well. So paying these guys, these dead money void contracts, when they have to you know, pay the piper, so to speak, for overpaying all these guys, it's not going to hurt as much in three to five years as people expect because that salary cap is going to keep increasing. So I love what the Rams are doing. I don't think they're in any trouble. But let's transition over to a team that I just mentioned, the Bucks. All yeah. right. Tom Brady's back. Should the Bucks be upset about Tom Brady's offseason here? I mean, the, the fake <laughs> retirement and rumors, and then he comes back. The rumors about him going to the Dolphins with, with Sean, or, uh, sorry, Sean Payton. Should they maybe be upset? The locker room upset? What do you think? What do you think I'm about this? interested in what you're going to say, because I can't believe you're asking this question. This is Tom Brady, Okay. He can, at this point, is in a class by himself. If I was coaching Tom Brady, I'd say, Tom, what do you want to do today? You know what? He's like a coach on that team. I don't care what Tom Brady does as long as he represents my team and the league in a professional manner. And he does. There's no doubt about that. There's no question. I trust Tom Brady 100%, man. The guy's committed. So, hey, man, all this stuff does not matter. The guy almost got the MVP last year too for five thousand yards 43 touchdowns he almost got the mvp this guy's a gamer man all right fair points let me start by saying love tom brady go blue baby and ah, right. uh, you gotta that. ride his coattails don't you by that. and let me start by saying i would rather have tom brady on my team than not have tom brady on my team but am i upset if i'm in that locker room or on that coaching staff hell yes This guy just fake retired 
because he didn't want to play for the <laughs> anymore. And he wanted to force his way for the Bucks to trade him to Miami, where he would partner up with Sean Payton. He was doing this, and everyone's just letting it go. How is this not more of a talking point that this guy tried to do this? He, you want to talk about representing the league? He was forcing his way out of the Bucks to go to another team in the same state, and no one cares because it's Tom Brady. I yeah. love Tom Brady, but I would be pissed if hey. I was in this locker room. He don't. Oh, we're not good enough for you. We're hey, not we good were, enough for you. Okay? We would have loved it at Father Son Sports if he would have done that. We'd have been talking about that all day long. So I, I, I would totally be upset. And then think about the rest of that locker room. Hey, you like your head coach? Well, I don't like him. Get him the hell out of here if I come back. Okay, Bruce Arians, bye-bye. That's what ah. he just did. He just kicked the head coach out because he's like, well, if I'm going to come back and play for you guys because I can't go to the Dolphins, well, can I get rid of the head coach at least because I don't like him? Okay. You think that locker room's happy with his offseason? I don't know. I'm happy he's there. Might help me get paid more. Hey, man. But we're not I'm talking about off. we're not talking about college. We're talking about the NFL. These guys are all pros. They're older guys. They're fine with Tom Brady. Trust me, that locker room is no problem at all. Hey, I got a final surprise question, though, for you about Brady. Uh, and what do you think about this lineup behind me? And I want to ask you a question. In 2020, you, you love contracts, T-Money. In 2020, Tony Romo behind me negotiated a record at that time, $18 million a year, to go to CBS and be the first eight-figure announcer. Within two years, Troy Aikman... Also behind me, equaled that. He got a five-year, $90 million deal. And now within two months of Aikman's deal, Brady surpasses them both with a 10-year, $375 million package from Fox. You got Brady at Fox. You got Aikman at ESPN. You got CBS and Romo. Who's your top, man? Who's your top color guy? Uh, I'm a Tony Romo guy all the way. For one, I haven't had heard Tom Brady, so that's a ballsy deal by Fox to just hand him more money than he ever made even playing as a pro. Totally get why he signed it. Go, Tom Brady, do your thing. Maybe now you'll make more money than your wife. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but, but I like Troy Aikman. I think he's really solid, but you don't hear a lot of passion from the guy. Tony Romo's calling out plays before they're called. Like this guy is a savant when it comes to broadcasting, making you feel like you're part of the play every snap. And I, I, I like Tony Romo a lot. I think he's the best color commentator out there. I'm a Tony I think he's Romo the best guy. one too. I like Troy Aikman, but yeah, Tony Romo's another level, man. Yeah. Hey, we hope you all loving the NFL rundown. It's a special segment brought to you by Father, Son, and Holy Sports podcast network if you're interested in being a guest on the nfl rundown reach out to us this show is sponsored by wound iq it's a patent and mobile analytics software app that automatically measures and analyzes chronic and surgical wounds it's used by leading physicians and nurses just download the app from the app store you're ready to go woundwiseiq.com hey if you love the show like we love you press the like and subscribe and look for some of our other segments and clips where you play your podcast and look for our website, fathersonholysport.com. We'll see you next week for the NFL rundown. All right. Let's do it. On to the chugging champ, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm G Man. I have T Money here with me, bringing you sports energy with the June 15th edition of the chugging chant. 
It's a special segment of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport Podcast Network. Hey, y'all, do us a like and subscribe. Press, would you? Do us a favor. We appreciate your support. And, hey, it's time to go to the rolling country plains of Western Ohio. It's Cousin Randy for this week's Chug and Champ. Hey, welcome into this week's Chug and Chant. I'm out here, countryside. You know where I reside. Yes, it's Cousin Randy, your favorite, favorite relative. Coming with the heaters from everyone to the NFL. And I got one for the new anointed prince of football. Well, we'll see. Can he be it? Let me chug this, and then we're going to chant. Woo, all right. Trevor Lawrence, you're supposed to be the next guy. Andrew Luck, John Elway, and you. Three highest prospect ratings ever given out in the NFL draft. Supposed to be you, baby. Where were you last year? I've seen so many better rookies perform. Davis Mills performed better than you last year, and he was a third or fourth round draft pick. You're supposed to be the guy. I don't care about Urban Meyer. I don't care about your weapons. Joe Burrow was great until he got hurt his rookie season. Where were you? Andrew Luck. Great rookie season. All right. You didn't even show flashes of greatness. You were 28th in QBR. 28th. All right. There was way worse QBs that played better than you. All right. You threw 12 touchdowns. 12. There's 17 games. Elwood, speaking of 17 games, you threw 17 interceptions last year. So five more interceptions and touchdowns. Where were you, big guy? All right. You're more athletic than this. You're more gifted than this. Start being a leader instead of some long-haired pretty boy. Only I can handle that. All right? Trevor Lawrence, coming for you, man. Jaguars revamped that whole offense this year. Got you a new offensive head coach. You better perform this year because it's all on your shoulders, big man. G-Man, T-Money, where do you stand? Trevor Lawrence, hot seat this year as a QB? I think so. And hey, man, T-Money. Randy was fired up today and funny, funny as usual. Yeah. I like the newly appointed Prince of football, Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. Where were you big guy? That was funny. Yeah. Amy, what do you think? What do you think? Trevor Lawrence, uh, your guy? I don't know if I, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, uh, Randy says, Hey, is he on the hot seat this year? I don't know if I'd say he's on the hot seat because that team has, all kinds of problems. It's kind of like what we talked about in the NFL rundown. But some of these guys are on bad teams. And I think he just tries to do too much. I think he has the skills. And I mm-hmm. think he's going to develop as long as this team gets better. But he's on this terrible team. He's trying to, you know, you, get, you look at some of the plays where he makes mistakes. And you talk about all the interceptions. I think he thinks he's a Clemson man that he could do this himself. And he yeah. just needs more of a team around him to pull us together. Yes. Is Pedersen a step up from Urban Meyer? Yes. He's part of that Andy Reid, the Andy Reid uh, tree. He's part of that tree. Uh, so he's coming off of that and he's had success in the NFL. He's won at Philly. So I think they're going to be better. I think he's going to help. Uh, I think it's a step up, uh, but I think just Trevor just kind of settling in, not trying to do too much. No, I, I actually agree with you. I, I think he does try to do too much. I mean, he was 17th in yards last year with a very, very mediocre wide receiver class. Maybe not even mediocre. That's too strong of a word. One of the worst in the league and a terrible offensive line. So I'm going to give the guy credit. Like he can, he can play 17th in yards, but you got to do a little bit better than that. 
but he also ran for over 300 yards. So the guy can use his legs. I think yeah. they should do a little more designed run type stuff. I wouldn't mind a little like Kyler Murray, Josh Allen action with Trevor Lawrence. Cause the guy is a skilled runner and you could use his legs more. So Trevor Lawrence is definitely not on the hot seat. I, I don't agree with that. Um, but you know, he's just got to improve. This team is improved. Now they put some better pieces around him. I'm not a fan of the wide receiver class, but it upgraded. It upgraded. Yeah. Well, uh, they got uh, Christian Kirk in there. They got Zay Jones. Yeah. So th- and they added solid. Evan Ingram. Exactly. They're solid. So uh, he should have weapons around him and you know, they'll go get him a wide receiver the next few years in the draft. So I like, I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got to be a little more vocal of a leader. He doesn't seem like, you know, vocal enough to me when I see him in press conferences or out on the sidelines, he's more of a, you know, lead by example guy. So love to see him be a little more, you know, take control of the team. But now that Urban Meyer is gone, I think a lot's going to be better because Urban Meyer was not a good coach. So excited for Trevor Lawrence's next year. Yeah. I think uh, Peterson is approach, you know, the players like him. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be able to implement his vision because players like working with him. And he's uh, won so- a Super Bowl. Just the way, and I think that's part of it. It's the way that he, he's not, he knows the game, okay? Yeah. Uh, I think Urban Meyer knew the game. Yeah. It's just in their approach is different. You know, when you try to implement things, if you're in business or in sports, you, you have to work with people. You got to make it a team. You got to respect people. And you work together. And I think that uh, Peterson has that kind of approach. That'll be yeah. better for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm excited for Lawrence. I think in the next few years here, he's going to start living up to somewhat of the hype, you know, that he had. But Jacksonville, he's digging out of a big hole right now. So let's cut him some slack. Jacksonville, 16th out of 16 AFC teams last year, 3-14. and 14. Can they get to 9-8 and eight and make the playoffs? That would be a big year for that team. Hey, we hope you love the Chunk and Chant with Cousin Randy and T-Money. Special segment brought to you by Father, Son, and Holy Sport podcast network if you're interested in being a sponsor of the chug and chant or a guest chugger with randy hey let us know and if you love the show like we love you press that like and subscribe and you can find more segments and clips where you play your podcast look for us at father son and holy sport we're on all the platforms or check out our website you can buy merchandise like this beautiful hat father son and holy sport.com we'll see you next week for another chug and chant All right, peace out.